Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. The manifestations of the Holy Ghost are quick and they are spontaneous, like what we just did. And I do the thing, and sometimes it's demonstrated for you to see. Our spirits must be quick to catch the moves of God. So within 15 minutes, I had entered a realm of the spirit and the atmosphere was charged. It was so powerful, serious anointing. Then I realized that it was just a revelation. And when I got up, I started looking at some of the instances of prophetic speed. When I came across was the man called Jeremiah. And God called this man Jeremiah and asked him in a revelation and said, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And he said, I see a rod of an almond tree. I see the rod of an almond tree. Thank God the man knew what an almond tree looks like. And he didn't say a guava tree or neem tree. He said, I see the rod of an almond tree. That's what I'm seeing. And the Lord said unto him, You have well seen. For I will hasten my word to perform it. On the day of Pentecost, the sound was the sound of a rushing wind. That means it was fast. God is now telling Jeremiah, Jeremiah, I will hasten my word to perform it. Any word God has spoken concerning your life, I pray, may it not be a walking word, but may, be, may it be a hastened word. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. I will hasten my word to perform it. And, and this is the almond tree. And if you know anything about the almond tree, that this was the kind of tree that when all the trees go through the winter period and their leaves have withered and everything, the almond tree, I've shown you this in the church before, was one of the first to blossom. In fact, it was the first to blossom, though it was the last to bear fruit. It was the first to blossom. So he said, I'm seeing this almond tree. That when the winter is over and the dryness is over, this will be the first thing to come alive. I prophesy on somebody's life and decree. COVID-19 has destroyed many things. You will be one of the first to arise. You will be one of the first to blossom. You will be one of the first to recover. Anybody that clapped your hands and screamed, that is what is important. You will be one of the first to flourish. You will be one of the first to blossom. You'll be one of the first to increase. One of the first. And when the almond tree blossomed like this, there was a wide difference between the almond tree and other trees. I came here just to declare to somebody in the name of Jesus that in this season, there will be a difference between you and others. And I'm talking about a clear difference. You will be faster than your fellows. You will be faster than your neighbors. You will be faster than the people in your community. You will be faster than people in your, in your vicinity. I prophesy supernatural speed upon your life in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody shout, I'll be faster. Come on, scream it again. I'll be faster. Shout it for the last time. I'll be faster. You will be faster.
faster. You will be fast. And I got up, I got up this, this evening and I was reading some scriptures. And boy, I told you, I was reading some scriptures yesterday and I almost thought I should be living inside the Bible instead of my house. I, I wish yesterday, can, can I jump into these pages and, and this is where I live? Instead of this boring house I'm staying in with, with concrete and, 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 and the roof and, and television and fan, I wish I was living inside the pages of the Bible. Yesterday when I was reading. And today it was the same. Listen, the whole thing about almond tree is a difference between you and other people. The whole thing about the day of Pentecost is that God is using the speed of the wind to separate you from others. I decree again in the name of Jesus, you are different from others. Your speed is great. Now, one part of the Bible that talks about, okay, so of course, in the case of Jeremiah, what are you seeing? I see an almond tree. And he said, you have well seen. I will hasten my word to perform it. Then you look in the scriptures and you, you come to Numbers chapter 16. And there's a very interesting scripture in Numbers chapter 16. In Numbers chapter 16, Moses is leading the people of Israel into the promised land. And along the line, some Darga people, everybody say Darga people. Come on, say Darga people. Uh, if you can say Alakikira, you can say Darga on international platform. Everybody say Darga people. You see, Darga aya patapani. Darga is obiyaneniya ding. Sometimes he just wants to cause confusion. Numbers chapter 16. All of a sudden, some people rose up. Eh, I was shocked. But I was reading about these people. And I'm like, I mean, Moses? Now Korah, the son of Izhar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and Datan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the son of Peleth, the son of Reuben, they took men. I like that one. They, 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 they took men. And they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly famous in the congregation men of renown i am announcing to you the people who are about to be swallowed up so that you will exist these are the people they are coming down 250 in the assembly they are famous and they are men of renown these are rich people these are intellectuals these are successful people these are people in the society that intimidate everybody scare everybody i see the ground open ah, yeah, 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 yeah. and they gathered themselves together against moses and against aaron and said unto them you take too much upon you seeing all the congregation are holy every one of them and the lord is among them wherefore then lift you up your Yourselves above the congregation of the Lord. Verse number four. And Moses heard it. And when Moses heard it, he fell on his face. So Moses heard this thing that people were saying, and he fell on his face. And he spake unto Korah and to all his company, saying, Even tomorrow the Lord will show who are his and who is holy, and will cause him to come near unto him. Even him whom the Lord has chosen. Will he call to come near 
unto him. Do this. Take you senses. Korah and all his company. All of you take your senses. Put fire therein and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow. And it shall be that the man whom the Lord shall choose, he shall be holy. You take too much upon you, you sons of Levi. And Moses said unto Korah, Here, I pray you, you sons of Levi. Hey, Moses, we're dangerous. Or see, hear me. And you listen to what is about to come. Cement it but a small thing unto you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself, to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord and to stand before the congregation to minister unto them. Isn't a small thing that God has even given you this opportunity? And now, do you seek the priesthood also? You want the priesthood in addition? Verse 11. For which cause both thou and all thy company are gathered together against the Lord. And what is Aaron that you murmur against him? That means all this you are murmuring is not against Aaron. You are murmuring against God. It is God you are complaining about. You are not complaining about a human being. You are complaining about God. Whenever you go into a system and you see them complaining about leaders, complaining about leaders, complaining about leaders, and the ushers complain about the leaders, and you go among pastors, complaining about the pastor, the senior pastor, complaining about the bishop, complaining about the prophet, complaining about the head of their department. Listen, be it known unto you. It is not the leader you are complaining about. It is God. You incur the wrath of God. You make God angry. Listen, the next time your spiritual leader's mouth, name is going to come out of your mouth, eh? go and wash it with kerosene before you say whatever you want to say. People don't know that God doesn't take kindly to those kind of things. Now, so Moses sent and he said, go and call Dathan and call Abiram and these are the sons of Eliab and when he called them this is the one that shocked me well this one shocked me he called them and they said we will not come up now can you imagine nipaya 10 plagues in israel huh locust darkness cattle dying plagues killing people firstborns of israel dead a human being who lift up his rod and red sea device he says, come, Dathan, come, Abiram, come. They said, we will not come. <sighs> Moses, far from Moses, remember, remember, I won't go. I will not go. And this is that kind of bravery. You find it still in the kingdom of God. Yeah, south of the ground, you're correct. Or from cramming call. Or rebuking the cramming tear. Sometimes we talk all this nonsense. You know, I, I keep, the word nonsense is a very nice word. I like it. Because sometimes that is the only way you can describe some of the things that people do. Moses Paphrel or Simeon call, I will not go. Let's go on with the discussion. Verse 13. Is it a small thing? Now, this is what they are now accusing Moses of. They said, Dathan and Abiram said, we will not come. Is it a small thing that you have brought us up out of the land that flows with milk and honey? We were in Egypt. The place was flowing with milk and honey. But true, true, uh, is, 
in Egypt were they eating milk and honey? You have brought us up out of a land that flowed with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness. <laughs> Except thou make thyself altogether a prince over us. You just brought us to kill us and make yourself leader over us. That is all you've just brought us for. Moreover, you have brought us into a moreover, you have not brought us into a land that flows with milk and honey, or given us inheritance of fields and vineyards. Will you now put out the eyes of this man? We will not come. You see, Emma. <laughs> Emma. And Moses was very angry and wroth and said to the Lord, Respect not thou their offering. God reject their offering. Hey, and to him, Nyaminipia, Etimima Nyame, a poor offering. Anyone can say, Udefaniama be the agro. Your offering will be rejected. You will carry your offering and give it to God and says, God says, I have rejected your offering. He said, Lord, respect not their offering. And he said, I have not taken one ass from them. Neither have I hurt one of them. He said, I am not taking a single donkey. You see, neither have I hurt one of them. You know what? Pearl, I used to read these scriptures long, but I was not a leader at that time. So I, a lot of the words did not stick with me because I didn't have the experience to really interpret what I was reading. But now, being a leader, after all these years, when I read them, the thing hit me. I'm like, this is preposterous. Can, can human beings take such stance? And Moses is now saying, Lord, I have not taken anything from them. I will show you how Moses reacted. He said, Lord, I have not taken one donkey from them. Neither have I hurt one of them. Sometimes you can be in a church and they tell you, somebody left the church and you say, what happened? And they say, the person said, pastor, you did this, or another pastor did this, or a chorister did this. And then so, and you're like, me? Where did I even see them? Oh, they, they, I left the church. Then they say, what happened? The pastor preached a message against him and you don't even know him. Because even his village chief doesn't know him. This person has become so important that they say things they are not supposed to say. <laughs> and Moses was very angry. Verse 16. And Moses said unto Korah, Be thou and all thy company before the Lord, thou and they, and early on tomorrow. He said, Korah, I want you to take all your people. Come and meet me. Come and meet me. We are going to the tabernacle. Ah, same way, God must judge. Keep going. And take every man his censer and put incense in them and bring you before the Lord every man his censer. 250 censers, thou also and Aaron, each of you his censer. I want you to bring your censers. And they took every man his censer. Can you imagine they really went and took? I tell you, if Moses challenges me, I will respond. But these people responded. <laughs> there is a saying that he who the, the gods want to destroy, they first make you mad. 
It is madness for you to respond to this challenge. So they took their senses, every one of them. They put fire in them. They laid incense thereof. And they stood at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation with <laughs> Moses and Aaron. And he almost saw the empire. And Abesha, Korah guarded all the congregation. And Korah guarded all the congregation against them. That is against Moses and Aaron onto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. So all the people, they followed Korah. And in their rebellion, they are going to resist Moses and Aaron. And the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the congregation. Let's continue. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, Separate yourself from this congregation, that I may consume them in a moment. <laughs> God just whispered to Moses and said, Moses, verse 22. And they fell on their faces and said, Oh God, the God of the spirits of all flesh, shall one man sin? And will thou be wrought with the whole congregation? Look at Moses. One man sin, only Korah supported by Datan and Abiram. Are you going to kill everybody because of them? 23. And the Lord speak unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the congregation, saying, Get you up from about the tabernacle of Korah, Datan, and Abiram. That means anybody near these people's houses, take over. Just run for your life. <laughs> Verse 25. And Moses rose up and went to Dathan and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. So I'm sure maybe he went to them to convince them that don't follow this Korah. Korah is a dangerous man, don't follow him. But they didn't listen. Go to verse 26. And he spake unto the congregation, saying, Depart, I pray you, from the tents of these wicked men. Don't touch anything of theirs lest you are consumed in all their sins. And they gather from the tabernacle of Korah, Datan, and Abiram on every side. And Datan and Abiram came and stood at the door of their tents, their wives and their sons and their little children. So they took their wife, their children, their sons, came and stood there. And Moses said, Hereby you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works. Moses, the most meek man on earth. Mo, your, your uncle, I will charge you. So that you will know that I didn't do all these works of my own accord. I have not done them of my own mind. I didn't open the Red Sea on my own mind. I did not bring the miracles into Egypt on my own mind. I did not say, let us go to the promised land on my own mind. Even the things you suffered in the wilderness, I did not do them on my own mind so that you will know that I did not do these things on my own mind. If these men die the common death of all men, if they die common death, I've never seen something called common death. <laughs> there is a normal death. 
common death. Or if they are visited after the visitation of all men, then the Lord has not sent him. <laughs> Why? Chapter 16, and come and preach in no home. Chapter 17, I'm a pair. Now, me read this 16, no, and I'm a say, Onyami amosu sumo e sumo no no. Onsanye juma enemri. May God work. Anybody who didn't say amen, you are like Korah. I'm telling you, people. If this God visits us, the nonsense in the church will stop. The reason our churches are not growing is human beings sitting in the same church and 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 spitting poison in the church and others cannot grow others are sitting in the church they want to break through and there are chorus in the house i'm praying that anything that happened in this wilderness anybody listening to me if your name is Korah, your name is data your name is abira you better be careful something is about to happen the ground is about to open you can clap <laughs> if these men died a common death hey. or if they be visited after the visitation of all men then the Lord has not sent me verse 13 but if the Lord make a new thing you know normally we stand in the church and we say behold I do a new thing behold I, let me show you the new thing if the Lord do a new thing and the earth open her mouth I didn't know that the earth has a mouth. The earth has mouth. If the Lord do and make a new thing, and the earth open her mouth, you see, people think that Korah and Ko, they just stood there and the earth opened. No, a man spoke. That same man who opened the Red Sea, that same man who brought water out of the rock, if he says the earth should open, it will open. It will open. It will open. I can tell you, if he had told God that, Father, don't do anything, just let them go. God will let them go because there were other times he told God, just let them go, and God allowed it. But on this particular case, he said, God, that thing is too much. He said, you guys, if you die common death, the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord does a new thing and the earth opens his mouth and swallow them up with all that appertain to them. And mind you, all that pertains to, to them, their wives and their children and their properties were standing with them. So in other words, their wife, their children and their three donkeys were all with them. And they brought all their sheep. But if the Lord do a new thing and the earth open their mouth and swallow them up, with all that pertained unto them, and they go down quick into the pit, then shall you understand that these men have provoked the Lord. I pray that this year, anybody who provokes the Lord in churches and in the house of God, because do you know what, ladies and gentlemen, do you know the pain it takes a man of God to build a church in these days? Do you know the pain? The pain. Do you know the pain? The risk. I know you have risk in the things you are doing, but do you know the pain it takes to do church?
I can tell you there are many churches where the pastors have refused to open the church because the pastor himself is afraid of virus. Because some of the pastors are saying, hey, this virus. I'm not going to open church and people are coming close to me like that. And that's because the members, whether you like it or not, they'll come and greet you. Their children will hug you. All I'm saying is that ministry is a risky thing. And then while they are taking the risk, then shall they understand that these men have provoked the Lord. Verse 31. And it came to pass, as he had made an end of speaking all these words. <laughs> so she is in either. <laughs> that they come and see movie. This is action. I told you that there will be action. This year will be year of action movie and horror movie. This one is a horror. <laughs> the ground clave asunder. That was under them. Baby Omujinano. And Asasi. Bam. Go. And the earth opened him out. Now, you go. So I don't know whether the earth, it are two mouths. Go to the verse 31. 31. The ground clave asunder. That was under them. So I thought that was a mouth. So something opened. The earth clave asunder. Now go to the next one. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up. So it opened up to a certain extent. Maybe it took them up to their waist. They were now on. When the, it, it opened like that, they were at the lips. Their lips. They could have jumped out. Then the throat and the mouth and everything and the stomach, everything opened. Swallow them up and look at this. And their houses. So the whole house went in. And the men that appertained unto Korah and their goods. <laughs> but I like what happened in the verse 33. Verse 33, and he said, Then all they that pertain to them went down alive into the pit. Their wife and their children, everything, everything is going down into the pit. And the earth closed upon them. And they perish among the congregation. I think it's the next one I started laughing. Yeah. When I read this one, and all Israel that were round about them fled at the cry of them, lest the earth swallow up our souls. Tell somebody sitting by you, run. Otherwise, you too may go down. But you know, Moses, why I'm reading all this scripture is that. Uh, even this didn't stop them. They fled, lest the ground open and swallow us up also. Verse 35. And there came out a fire from the Lord and consumed 250 men that offered incense. Now, they were holding incense to offer. God killed. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the, the priest, that he take up the census 
out of the burning and then scattered the fire yonder and then they hallowed it so they took some of the things and they they sanctified them and they consecrated them and so on and so forth 41 but on the morrow 24 hours after all the fire thing and the confusion they murmured against moses and against aaron saying you have killed the people of the lord (laughs) and it came to pass when the congregation was gathered against moses and aaron that they looked towards the tabernacle of the congregation and behold opening has come again the cloud covered it and the glory of the lord appeared and tembia obi jinahosa and moses and aaron came before the congregation the tabernacle of the congregation and the lord speak unto moses saying get you up from among this congregation that i may consume them as in a moment and they fell on their faces so god is saying now i want to just kill everybody and moses fell on his face and said no lord you can't do that take a censer and put fire in it for there is wrath gone out from among the people so now moses told aaron now take your censer put put fire in it go stand between this that and then fell on their face and the bible said they got up and they went and they put incense and so on and so forth to make atonement for the people verse 48 and aaron stood between the dead and the living and the plague was dead and moses stood between the dead and the living and the plague was dead i believe you've been blessed by this message For further information, please visit www.eastwoodannaba.com. God bless you richly.